Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and um, Kix isn't here. Um, there was drama, um, and we also, there was actually so much drama that we won't even get into. Not like real life drama, just like scheduling drama. We had a, we have a guest lined up. We had a guest lined up for today, and that guest has been on The Bachelor, okay? Now, said guest is still coming on the podcast, Okay. There was just there was just a, a little emergency. She will be here next week. I don't want to reveal who it is yet, though, because I want to like you know keep the hype going. Um, and then Kix had an issue with the trains today, so um, we have Nor. Nor, hi. <laughs> Did that intro make you feel good? You're the third rate um, bachelor contestant slash uh, sister of mine. I I told you this, and I really mean it. I will take literally any scraps you throw my way. I love to hear that. Um, I, yeah, you <laughs> have never, and you know what? I just want to say to everyone listening, this is our first episode of our actual recap of The Bachelor. And as everyone knows, if you are, if you are, if you've been listening to us for a while, we are constantly reluctant to cover this television program. So it really <laughs> feels right that we have someone who doesn't know the franchise very well, but did watch this episode. I did. Yeah, I did. And immediately after I watched it, I was like, I have to text Tom about it. Yeah, I can't believe you watched it. Was it my influence? Yes. Oh, really? Oh, like from mm -hmm. was it was it because of the the chaotic episode we had last week with the boys? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're Donnie. Literally, you guys are going to like all there this detail about more. what you like, don't like. There are things I cut out too that were too inappropriate. Oh, <laughs> so funny! One, one day we'll release the director's so cut. <laughs> okay, people want it. I want it. Send it to me. I'll pay you money. I'll pay you four months of Patreon to get that content because okay. Okay. my favorite thing was Donnie just saying, Donnie just saying, I'll blow him. <laughs> yeah, a lot was revealed because here's the thing: we don't, we know each other. You know, I mean, I know you, and I know Donnie, and I know all these people, and I know all everyone pretty well but there's things you don't know about each other just because like we're recording about like we we're recording about shows and stuff so I really got I really got a uh peek behind the curtain with both Donnie and Quinn's sex life that was really exciting mm. as did the listeners okay <laughs> yeah I loved it yeah <laughs> Um, but Nora, thank you so much for being here. Obviously, Nora is one half of uh, the Reality Is podcast. Uh, shout out to Arthi. We love you. And um, by the time people are listening to this, we will have met in person. Oh, my God. Is that not crazy? I'm so excited. I yeah. know. Same. I have an appointment in the morning tomorrow to get my eyebrows waxed for you. See, I was going to get my hair and cut. And for kicks. Me. I was actually gonna get my hair cut tomorrow, but but I, I I'm I'm going to a bachelorette party next weekend, and I was like, I should just no shade to Nora. I should just wait. I'll feel better if I do it before the vacation. I'll just wear a hat tomorrow. Although you're seeing me oh. with my hair right now, so I, your hair looks great. Well, thank you. You look great. Thank yeah. you. Um, now once again, we are here to talk about the premiere episode of The Bachelor. I would ask you um about your journey with The Bachelor, but I know it started. A couple days ago. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it did start a couple of days ago. You, you know, like I remember, I'm old enough to remember when Trisha, I think was her name, became the first Bachelorette. I remember that. It was like a whole thing. It was like a big deal that there was a Bachelorette and it was a girl from before. And I believe they're like the only couple that has ever made it, right? No, like, no, 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 no. We have sustained. couples. No, we have couples. Okay. We don't have a lot of couples, but we have I, them. Like, for instance, yeah. Rachel, you know who Rachel Lindsay is? Like, uh, she... No, you you know Rachel I'll, Lindsay. I'll Rachel Google Lindsay was the first quick. Black Bachelorette. Um, she was, she's on Extra now. She got into, like, the, the tiff with Chris Harrison on Extra. Maybe she oh, was yes. all over the headlines. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Her season of The Bachelorette, she um, she is still with uh, her her uh, her guy that she picked at the end of, at the end of it all. But there's also uh, there's okay. also quite a few others. It, it, what, okay. what, so there's a companion piece to this show called uh, Bachelor in Paradise, which is the show that I encourage everyone to watch. It is how I really got into The Bachelor was by watching Bachelor in Paradise because it's mm -hmm. it, it it it's more 
it laughs at itself a bit more than the bachelor does what the what you're gonna find with the bachelor is it's fun until it's not anymore and then all of a sudden it's just like so serious and that's where i'm always like what like guys we're filming a show you know okay like i always like these episodes like the beginning yeah what's funny is batch nation hates the beginning because they want to get to love but for me like i like seeing a house full of 30 like drunk men trying to fight over a girl that that's that's more fun to me yeah also like nobody's actually getting love like the funniest part of this episode for me was every first of all the swelling music is hilarious the cuts are hilarious like just how it's edited and every single time they cut to katie literally all she says in a variety of different words she says like four things she says they're hot. Um, I'm here to find my husband. That could be my fiance. And she says a variation of those three thoughts mm. over and over and over again. And she also says, I know you're nervous. I've done this before. I know you're nervous. I've done this before. And it's like, you guys are just saying the same thing over and over again. And I'm now starting to believe that you don't actually like you are just reading a script. Yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. I love it. That's the show. <laughs> now. Something just right off the bat about Katie. Now, you don't know Katie. Um, she was a contestant on The Bachelor last season. So oh, okay. we're familiar with Katie. Katie, it's so funny because like, they're <laughs> they're like, guess what? We cast Katie and she likes to have sex. And it's yeah. like, like, that is not a character trait. Like, welcome to, um, welcome to the world. Like yeah, people yeah. want to have sex, okay? Yes, that was actually my first thought was why is being sex positive a personality trait now? Why uh, why does somebody keep talking? That even the guys are like, I know you're sex positive. Like, okay, yeah, she has a vagina and she likes to put a dick in it sometimes. Like, that's not really, that's not anything. That's no. just a thing that women like to do sometimes. <laughs> or all the time. Who cares? Who it's cares? No like, it's not a character trait. Like, it's actually more a character trait if you hate sex. Yeah, you know what? If Give we me had that someone, bachelorette. Yeah, if we had someone on the show that was like, uh, I don't want to have sex with anyone. Like an <laughs> asexual bachelorette. I mean, that's oh, kind of boring, yes. but like no, I'd love it. Like that cause... would be that, but but that's more interesting. I don't understand. They're like also, they also act like she's like hilarious. They're like, she is so funny. And it's like, well. Yeah, I needed to know this, she's right? Because nice person. Yeah, I've never seen it before. So that was one of my other questions. Was just like, was this bitch like coming in in a clown costume? Like, what was she doing so, last season that everybody's yeah. like, she's wacky, Katie? So what happened last season was, you know how they all come in with the shtick. They're, they always they have a shtick on their first meeting. Okay, that's all. That's not a, just this thing. That's a, that's an every season thing. <laughs> and so her shtick was to bring on a dildo. Okay. And, or a vibrator. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was a vibrator or a dildo. Um, but so, and that was like shocking. And all the girls were like, oh my God, why would you bring that? Like Matt is here for love, not for, not. <laughs> and like, it doesn't make any sense, but that is essentially the extent of her hilarity. After that, she actually ended up becoming a rat because she would just rat out all the other girls with all the drama that was happening in the house. I was like, she's not fun. I mean, she's not funny. She's not funny. (laughs) When you said she became a rat in my head, I imagined her in a rat costume. Sure, because we have a a cat in this, (laughs) which we'll get to it, but I know the cat. (laughs) IRL. Title of this episode, I know the cat. <laughs> I can't wait. I know him. Not well, but mm. we we he's an old coworker of mine. So we'll get to that. Um no, but yeah, so once again, they give us this big clip package at the beginning being like, Katie is the wildest girl that has ever she's like tripping and like going for like like physical comedy. I'm like, what is happening? Like in the end, she's just a pretty girl. And She's smart. I, and she's smart and she I, I'll give her a prop story. She deserves them. She she is very intelligent. She knows exactly like what is correct in this world. She was like, Chris Harrison will not host my like 
my round of the bachelor oh. bachelorette. I do not want him here. Like she's BLM. She's all, all the stuff we want on this show. So I want to give her that, that that's awesome, but great. That's bare minimum. You know, like that's, that, that's what we should expect out of everyone to just like think other people are equal, you know, but like, it's just so funny that they're like throwing on her all this, like she's the next Lucille Ball. Yeah. It kind of gives me the idea of like, you know, in rom-coms, what they think is like a dorky girl. She like wears glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's so funny. She right, trips. Like, husband, that's but, not like, really. Glasses. Although, although <laughs> what I'll say though, is some of our Queens are comedians. So like, I think Kate Hudson is a comedian. I think she gets her timing. I think Jen- Jen- Jennifer. Yeah, Aniston. I guess. I. Um, yes, I can give that to Jennifer Aniston. I've not, I'm not familiar with enough of Kate Hudson's work to really say that, but she keeps getting comedy sort of roles and her mom is hilarious. No, I avoid those nights, the Friday nights on Bravo when they have that on (laughs) like every Friday night. It's always on, on, (laughs) on the loop. Um, no, but Katie's just not, not that, but Katie's a lot of things. I just, I just wish we weren't like pinning her whole personality on trips and dicks (laughs) (laughs) trips and dicks that should actually be the title of this episode yeah yeah um so (laughs) wait what sorry i was looking at one of my notes (laughs) yo oh oh, sorry i I was reading my note about her being sex positive yeah Mm -hmm. honestly drink every time they talk about sex positivity because you'll be completely blackout by the yeah um so also, something that you aren't familiar with, uh, instead of Chris Harrison, we have two uh, women hosting, which I loved it. I thought it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait, wait. So before I tell you about Caitlin and Tasha, tell me, what did you think about that? Um, I, I figured because I know of these women only from like following, you know, from just like being in the podcast space and people talking about it and seeing people post about them and on Twitter and stuff. So like, there is a lot of, you know, crossover between the Bravo world and a bachelor world, especially like Mani, she always talks about it. So I've seen some of them and I was like, okay, yeah. So they're replacing Chris Harrison because I knew he wasn't coming back. Mm -hmm. But what cracked me up was their intro because she's standing out there waiting for the limos. And then the caption says mischievous music. And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then yeah. they like flounce over behind her and surprise her. But then also like the intro to them coming in where they're doing this like driving through the desert with like like this Thelma, Thelma and Louise thing. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Why are you doing this? Just be like, yeah, those are her girlfriends and they've done this before. And so they're gonna do the thing. Like, why are you making this something else? And I think that's the part of it that like kept making me laugh and also driving me crazy. But then- well- they single-handedly have convinced like middle of America that these people are hilarious. Like if you put an like like if you edit it correctly and put enough funny music underneath something, I think they think they can convince anyone that's, that people are comedians, you know. But what I will say yeah, is Caitlin, so okay, so Tasha and Caitlin were both bachelorettes and also actually so Tasha was a contestant on the show and then became a bachelorette. Caitlin, I believe, mm-hmm. was actually just cast as Batra. I actually don't think that she was um, was like a contestant on The Bachelor before she became The Batra. Mm-hmm. Caitlin was one of our first like sex positive, quote unquote, like divas. She like had sex with one of the contestants like on like like week four or something. Like brought him over to her house. It was like huge drama and all this stuff. But um, is that is that something that like we pretend like it's not happening on the show it doesn't happen a lot because okay because so normally there's not really normally the the lead which is what we call the the person who's the bachelor or the bachelorette normally they're in like another wing of like very far from where the contestants stay and okay. so sometimes it's not super possible for people to just like walk. it's not like people can just walk over to their hotel room and knock on the door and be like hey can we have sex Oh, okay. I also have another question. Yeah. Do they usually stay at like a Howard Johnson or whatever that was? So how dare you say it is a Howard Johnson? <laughs> um, no, no, they don't always stay at Howard Johnson's. Um, but they it's it, not a hojo. 
So what used what used to be was the Bachelor Mansion, okay? And the mansion was always where they filmed every single season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Because of COVID, they can't do it there because essentially the men and the women sleep in like bunk beds like upstairs. Like and they 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 need more space for COVID precautions. So when they mm-hmm. started the COVID seasons of this, which our first COVID season was um Claire's season last summer where they filmed in Palm Springs uh at La Quinta. Yeah. Um, and so the, and then they did Nima Colon, which was in Pennsylvania. The <laughs> upscale Howard Johnson. Look, Quinta, yeah. I, I Look, Quinta, which is the upscale yeah. Howard Johnson. Yeah, I literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Econolodge. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, <laughs> Give so, me the asexual bachelorette at the Econolodge. Okay, that's what I want to see. <laughs> That's the most boring season of television ever. Okay, Um, hear me out. I feel like there's a lot of value there because there is a a specific person that you would want to be with, like that you just want to like hang out with and like cuddle with and just like feel like that's a different kind of connection that you'd like to see, you know, because these people just want to fuck each other. I mean, yeah, I'm already bored by the idea of it. So like definitely... (laughs) Idea, but sure you can produce it on on nor's next nor's next asexual uh relationship are asexual people in relationships though yeah why not why not no i'm not judging it i just i'm trying to think about the logistics of it yeah you could like be committed to that person in a way that's not totally sexual right but that's just a friend. And can one one can one person become asexual after a long term, like after a period of time? Like you could, oh, you could not. Oh, that was me that from twenty five to twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome. I've been married for ten years. No, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, no. So wait. So Tasha, by the way, is yeah, sorry was also a bachelorette. <laughs> like we were saying, she took over uh, for Claire last season because Claire left her season a couple episodes in. Um, So that's that's who they are for for those listening who just are now watching Bachelor and for for you. Um, So we get to meet all of the contestants. They do this like dumb, like they're in quarantine thing, which was ridiculous. I I know you had some issues with the the accent guy accent guy what's his name uh andrew s i believe is his name andrew yes andrew s mm-hmm. the football player from vienna he gives yeah. i think i think accent work is a is is uh creepy yes it it's is it's normal. um it's a level of dishonesty that i feel like people should talk more about I completely agree. Like to enter into the situation being like, I'm a scammer is like pretty bold. Yeah. 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 Like you don't know what you're going to get with me. And she's like, oh my God, he's hilarious. Like, is he? People have a really low bar for him. And he's because he's gorgeous. Oh my God. He's stunning. We we have mostly stunning people on on the show. Mostly. (laughs) I said mostly Mostly is the key word. Um, yes. So, okay. So let's get into the men. They're entering into, um, the house. Oh, 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 wait. So in the, in the quarantine though, we, um, a character we meet that we didn't really get to meet so much on the show is the virgin. Yeah. So let's talk about him. The virgin, the virgin. No, here's, here's my thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you don't have sex. Mm-hmm. for that long right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you look like you haven't had sex <laughs> <laughs> nothing you're not attractive you look like he looks like he's constantly mainlining cold brew like he's like i'm like you need someone to put something inside of you or something because like you can still jerk off right yeah yeah you can i mean unless he doesn't he looks like he hasn't but what i'm worried about is like this show like is so horny that i could picture them just like on a date and he just like "Mm -hmm." 
like jizzes himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm surprised he didn't when he like he hugged her. He right. didn't just like like he like every it. scene yeah. he's sitting there in the back, just like eyes bulging, like twitching, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like he always has a heart on. And like, and I res- I I have friends, I have family who b- really believe in saving themselves and mm-hmm. work. I support anyone and all that completely. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, great. I, I and once again, I have no judgment for that, but like. You yeah. can just tell on this gentleman who is, and you got to feel bad for him. I mean, he's 30 something years old and still has yet to find like someone that he feels like that's that, that he can share that with. Like, and I know that he, I know that part of it is anxiety because like, he, I think mm-hmm. he's like genuinely like scared of what someone will say, which I actually don't think people give a shit as much as he, as, as you think that they, they do. Um, mm-hmm. But he is a nervous wreck and I, I want to give him a Zanny. Yeah. His name is uh, Mike. He's 31 and he's a gym owner. Okay. So this man, okay. Here's the thing. Is he a virgin as in he hasn't put it inside of a, a vagina or is he a virgin as in like, you want to give him a Zanny. I think somebody should give him handies because he's probably getting them at the gym. He has to be. Okay. How? Wow. Okay. Listen, do you think I'm from New Jersey? Okay, and the rumor of Evan- Oh, you're saying you've seen Evan at the gym. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not crazy that like people go to the gym and just like do that stuff. But like, I know guys- You have to understand gay guys, all they do is fuck at gyms. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Okay. Um, but you know, like also just how are you at like the gym? And, I, and, and here's the other thing. I know guys who own gyms or who have been trainers and stuff and- they're straight guys and that's like very much just a thing like yeah you go to the gym and you fuck somebody or somebody blows you or whatever like things happen and like I just don't understand a world where Mike 31 a gym owner is not getting something you know I bet you it's a Christian gym what it's a Christian gym (laughs) what but like what oh. makes it Christian? Oh, baby, you have not grown up in Texas. You can make honey in Texas, you can make anything Christian, okay? <laughs> what? Oh yeah, you can make anything Christian. You can make restaurants, bookstores, uh clothing <laughs> stores, gyms, uh name it, fast food restaurants, Chick-fil-A's not open on Sundays. Yeah. Um, you can make anything Christian in in, in the great state of Texas. unfortunately so i wouldn't be surprised if there's like a a a bible verse on the wall yeah but also something is so like i bet you he doesn't fuck and he just lifts weights all day he's like oh yeah that's true that could be the endorphins are what gets him off you know yeah now this is a weird question but i'm asking you because you're a man um but like do wet dreams stop at some point in your life or do you so i have a weird um I'm going to reveal something weird. I've never had a wet dream. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I was just so horned up since I was a child. I was jerking off all the time. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had one. I, I have a, I know a couple people like that are in the same boat as me, but no, I've never, I've never had one. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of questions about it because I've got two sons and I'm just like yeah. racing myself. Um, I should probably ask my husband and not a bunch of people on a podcast. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think it probably is scary the first time it happens and, and also embarrassing because mm-hmm. it's like, you're right past the age of peeing yourself. So like you're so you, not right past, you should be well past the age of peeing yourself. I should say. <laughs> it's like, I'm alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been jerking off since three. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah. So like, you, you think you're in the clear from like okay. wetting the uh, moisture in the bed. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. I think waking up one day and they're like, also like, it's just like in your pants. Like there's not enough jizz to fill a bed. Yeah. You well, know? So Mike is Mike just like jizzing in his pants all the time. Mike jerks off. Okay. I okay. bet he doesn't watch porn. I bet. Or he watches porn and then like slaps himself after. <laughs> yeah. Or he just like watches softcore porn on like, you no, know. like, no, I don't think he can watch porn. At his Christian gym or anywhere. I've just seen so many Christian TikToks where they're like, where they're like, 
God, I have a confession to make, and that is that <laughs> I have an addiction to porn. <laughs> well, so I mean, I know I have a lot of friends that grew up in like in the South and in a church, and mm-hmm. they've talked about how like there is so much stigma against just like porn and masturbation growing up, and how they make oh, yeah. you feel like such shit about it. I might the church I grew up in was very liberal, and we never had any conversations about like anti-sex. Like, if anything, they they were like use protection yeah they never they never said to us like don't jerk off shit like that yeah also who why you to tell a teenage boy not to jerk off (laughs) yeah don't you tell me what i can do with my own dick (laughs) 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 okay but back to mike i'm looking at his picture on the page and this was also very prominent on the show is he really is his crucifix forward he's like really coming in yeah he leans in forward yeah yeah crucifix forward and then Uh, he's got this hair that I'm like, baby, you are like four years away from balding. Okay. And you're really holding on to it. And I appreciate it. But he has this face of like a baby, but like the body of a man. It's a very strange yeah. look. It's called, no, he, he probably doesn't drink. He probably doesn't have any sex. He probably doesn't do anything um, of enjoyment. Here's the thing. I come from a Muslim community and yeah. there's a lot of guys that don't drink and don't have sex right in their thirties, oh, but true. they don't look like that. Right. Because there's, there's not, there's shame built up in him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The guys I, I know are just losers. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say they were losers. I'm just saying like, I know no, I did. <laughs> you think, but Okay. Here's a question though. Do you think that because they have, they're in a community where it is more, it's, more normal to not have had mm-hmm. sex and thing, or not to drink and things like that. Mm-hmm. That it's not an anxiety that weighs on them as much. I think. I think this man grew up being like quarterback of the football team, like mm-hmm. could get any pussy mm-hmm. that he wanted, and like is like, like, has been bullied about his choices forever. Yeah, I can you know totally what I'm see that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's also like we're already othered, so it's like okay to separate yourself from what like the other American kids are doing. So sure, that's a good point too. It's a little bit, but with him, it's like he, yeah, he was probably the quarterback. Also, in his like little clip montage of his intro or whatever, um, he says he's a virgin, and then he falls onto the bed behind him. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? I don't think he's. I bet you it's the horniest two weeks of his life sitting in a room thinking about the fact that he might get to meet someone and marry them, AKA have sex for the first time. I bet he's mm-hmm. jerking off all over that room. All over, all <laughs> over that room. That poor ass. Okay, we need to move on. Um, okay, sorry. So, um, this, so the, fo- the, the meet the cast thing that we did last week, we had some issues with the retouching on some of kicks had cause kicks retouches essentially for a living. She works <laughs> in content and product and marketing and, like does that for a living. And a lot of the men have very bizarre, like, like, like super retouched photos and stuff. Yeah. So some of these guys were much more attractive on this show than they were in the meet the cast. So two examples of this, I gave so much shade to Trey for being not shade to him because I think I thought Trey was really cute, like on the meet the cast thing, but they made him look like almost like huskier and like, like thicker than he actually is and on the show he just looks like a normal person do you know what i mean like in the photo it looked in the photo it looked like he is like a bigger guy on the photo it looked like he was in the wrong place i was like that's somebody's linkedin picture but on the show he was one of my favorites of the night adorable he was so cute and had like such great swag i was like oh i'd go on a date with him he was a gentleman with the ball pit yes I thought that also was such a cute idea. So adorable. The other one that was shocking to me was Greg. So Greg ends up getting the first impression rose late late at the end of the episode. The photo of him online, he looks awful. My literal quote, what I wrote, all I wrote under Greg was bye. Like on my like notes on Greg, I was like, he's so boring and not attractive looking. Like not that attractive is everything, but I'm just saying like he didn't look like he fit in. And then on the show, he is like like low key porn hot. Okay, he's from Edison, New Jersey. Tell me about okay. it. Okay, which is um like a cute little town, very South Asian actually. It's like a little, little India oh. basically. Oh, cool. Um, in New Jersey, and 
here's my thing. You're agreeing to come on TV and then your whole shtick is, I'm so nervous. Like, I'm so nervous. I'm nervous all the time. Like, I, first of all, do not fucking believe. I believe Greg is going to kill somebody with that Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut. Okay? Yeah. That's what I got from Greg. So when she gave him that rose, I was like, girl, you were reading this man all wrong. And also, like... I don't know how to say this, but like, he's a, he's okay. He's like a Jersey 12. He's not even like, he's a very good looking guy. Yeah, so this true. idea that he's like so nervous to be on TV and like, is like, yeah. so we're like, go fuck yourself, Greg. Okay. You're hot. Okay. You've been around tons of chicks. You're like a douchebag from central hey, Jersey. You can pick up any girl in Manasquan whenever you want. <laughs> any girl from Manasquan. Okay. Yeah. He's picking up girls from like Cape May up to fucking Perth Amboy, okay? That's his reach. I don't believe this shit for a second. I was like, Greg is going to kill... First of all, I thought all these guys were going to kill somebody. They're all giving... Except for Trey. Everybody gave me serial killer they've, vibes. They've they've all had some Adderall sneaked into the room service, I think. They're all a bit, like, <laughs> <Yes>. wired. <laughs> they really are. Um. So the men start to enter into the... Uh, Usually the mansion in this situation. Well, I can't remember the, the name of the resort, but uh, Howard Johnson was called oh, it. Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. Um, <laughs> um, but so I this is one of my favorite parts of The Bachelor. I love the like dumb quips. I love making fun of what they're wearing, all those things. So um, these guys start coming in. So uh, I have quick notes on some of them. Aaron is the first one I think that came in um, or one of the first who mm-hmm. we didn't kind of find out that he's, he's probably going to be our, our villain later. He picks a fight very weirdly with someone. Um, Aaron um, has huge BDE to me, but I think he is like, like he could be, he like, I feel like we sh- shouldn't deep dive on Aaron's tweets from 2009. Okay. No, no. Very problematic. He did yeah, not scrap. You know what I mean? If not his tweets, then definitely his Facebook is a disaster. Yeah. Oh, complete disaster. There's no way it's not a disaster. Yeah. Um. Also, I have written down Andrew M who comes in like kind of in that first batch um, he quite literally looks like a youth pastor to me. Most of these men look like they border. They most of these men are either strippers or youth pastors, <laughs> <laughs> or both. Um, yeah, I could see that. I don't even. I barely even remember him. Andrew, yeah, no, not worth it. Not um, worth it. so as as the men are coming in, we some of them are a little sleepy in the beginning. I, but the pickup truck was like the first one that I was like, oh, I like him. So Trey mm-hmm. was in a ball pit, like in the back mm-hmm. of a pickup truck. I just thought it was like really cute. I know the producers probably came up with it, but like, I just thought it was like funny and he was just so sweet. And I, it's so funny that he's like, like bigger than the other guys, but he's like not, he's like normal standards of the world, like thin. Yeah. Also, I feel like he's in an, and I don't, this is not just because they're two black guys. But like the guy who thinks he's funny with the accent is like alternate reality Trey, where like Trey is actually funny and the other guy thinks that he's doing what Trey does. And Trey doesn't even know how funny he probably is. Trey's like, I'm just on the show because I really love watching the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving him. I also wrote that. Now, I know you don't know who this is, but I'm just going to throw this out there for the listeners because I think they'll connect with this. I do think Greg is our new dean. Dean is was a was on a couple seasons ago and on Bachelor in Paradise and he's very similar in the way that he's like who me I, I'm hot and it's like bitch you know you're hot so it's the Taylor I, Swift thing that I can't stand it's like yeah. Taylor Swift slash what's her fucking face Anne Hathaway they do it yeah it's that the, like, like fake humility oh, what? yeah oh me, I me. Ask- oh not me it's yeah, like it's go like, fuck you off come across that makes you look crazier yeah um like, don't be hum- humble. Sometimes when people are too humble, it makes me think that they're like the opposite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Own your shit. Be yeah. proud of yourself. Talk about yeah. yourself. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. That's what I always have this issue on. I'm having this issue right now, not to bring it back to Bravo, but on Housewives when the women get so mad at like um, Ebony and mad at Wendy for talking about their degrees. It's like, Talk yeah. about it. You worked your ass off. 
Well, we're, we exist in a society that's taught women to just like exist to like thrive in imposter syndrome. Right. And so we don't even know how to like accept any compliment, let alone compliment ourselves. Right. Hmm. And that's our time folks. (laughs) (laughs) Smash the patriarchy. Nice to see you. (laughs) So anyway, speaking of smashing the patriarchy. So then um, our, our 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 fake man uh, Andrew uh, did his accent work. He came he came in right around after that. Once also again, the, not yeah. a fan. And I think he has some more accents in his tool belt. Please don't put it away. Put away that tool belt. Also, when he was doing his like audition tape or whatever that was of them being quarantined, and he's doing his fake accent, he has a something in the background, and it has a cardboard box with a smiley face on it and it looks like some sort of like a wilson situation from castaway i wasn't sure i was like sir what is this you got too many shticks you got to pick one shtick and then that's it that's it you could have just said you're a football player that's more than enough it feels kind of crazy that they had to quarantine for two weeks and like now that we're so kind of used to covid and everything that yeah you know do you know what i mean because they were when i bet you some of them were vaccinated yeah, when was this shot? It, it was shot like in like March. Oh, or is... February or March. So vaccine roll had just kind of begun. Okay, we hadn't gotten the okay that like once you're vaccinated, you can take off your. That's masks. true. That's true. So that's it's fine. True. All right. Fine. Um. Oh wait. So, so Mike the Virgin comes in a, or kind of after that, and something else about Mike is Mike doesn't have clothes that fit him. No. I don't know if his hard dick is pulling up his pants because he's hard constantly. Like, his balls are so full of semen that they're just like taking up all the space. No, so I love to rock a suit with no socks. Okay, I do it too. Yeah. Okay, I think I pull it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. you're fabulous. Who doesn't pull it off? If you are above six feet tall. It's not gonna work, okay? Unless yeah. unless you are buying pants that truly are your length. Because what happens is these guys are like, oh yeah, I don't have to wear socks. Fuck yeah. And then they go to the yeah. store and they, they're like, they like these suit pants that are t- higher. And it's like, no, like they should still be like right where they would be initially. Just like maybe one cuff up. But like they're rocking suit pants that go truly to their shin, like they're gauchos. Like they're capris actually. Yeah. They're like capri pants. Yeah, it's a wild look and I can't stand it. Can not stand it at all. No. Um. So yeah. And then uh, we also, no, I, I didn't write down who blow up doll boy was. I can't remember which guy he was. Do you oh, remember? Wait, I do think- I thought that I think, one was really weird. Well, I think blow up doll guy was the one who Aaron picked a fight with. Oh yeah, and I think blow up doll man was a zipper salesman. That's what I remember. Oh, uh, we're just gonna skate past that. We don't even have to. <laughs> no, but like also again, oh, his name was Cody. Fucking his name would be Cody. Cody's a dumbass name. So no disrespect to any Cody's listening, but as Cody is a zipper salesman, and he came in with a blow up doll, and Katie thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world, and I was like, is this like because she brought a dildo? So like he brought. Uh, it just and then we also had the genie like can, you want to rub one out together I'm like oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> like, she's sex positive she's still let me come on her tits <laughs> <laughs> she's sex positive I can say anything I want <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile Mike is dying in the corner because <laughs> I can't I'm sure there's gonna be a scene where they're filming and then they just pan over and Mike's like in the corner just like <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so Courtney I want to talk about Courtney okay so Courtney spells his name like a court and a knee okay mm-hmm. now work Courtney great love mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. what made me laugh though is he made up this whole rhyme and I wish I had written the rhyme down but the way he was cueing the rhyme, every the end of each phrase in, ended with Q. So like barbecue, barbecue, or like yeah. things with Q. So the yeah. way he was cueing up the rhyme, it almost as if his name is Q Artney. <laughs> <laughs> like he should have he should have set everything up with art at the end of it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Tart, Nobody... art, tart. <laughs> yeah. It might be easier. Q, Q. So. 
Courtney. Yeah, it was a lot. And you know what? Justice for Courtney, because it's not his fault. His parents did that to him. Yeah, fuck his parents. So that is not nice. <laughs> it's terrible. First of all, you got a girl's name. Not that names, you know, I don't <laughs> want to be that person. But you get a girl's <laughs> name and then you spell it dumb. Yeah, right. Um. So next week at Connor the Cat. And my note about Connor the Cat was Connor the Cat. I know him, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Connor the Cat. Speaking of horny. Oh, yeah. Honor really went in on her face later on in the episode. I don't know that we you have to ask a question. Oh, should, should I explain how I know him? Yeah, you should tell everybody how you know him. We talked about this briefly last week. We were co- co-workers. We both taught spin at the same oh, studio. Okay. Just not, I taught in New York. He taught uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. But our studio was very small. So we like knew the Madison instructors and stuff like that. So I know a lot of people that know him super, super well. So no, maybe I'll get some more intel on on him. Okay. Yeah. He, um, so it wasn't just that he like ate her face. It was that he First of all, it was just weird because of the cat costume. But just in general, a lot of the kissing on the show, I had to ask, is like, do they have the mics turned up? Because it makes me never want to kiss another human being ever again. They make it look so gross. Well, when you kiss your partner, like, Mm -hmm. I've never filmed it. You know, like, I don't know. (laughs) You don't know what you look like kissing. And I'm okay going to my grave not knowing what I look like kissing. (laughs) Except on my wedding day, sure. Like, I would love a photo. But on your wedding day, you're not, like, open-mouthing, you know? Yeah, no, you're not Harry Dubiting Ramona. No, no, no. Some do. I've been to some. I've been to a wedding. (laughs) Wait, I'm nervous to say this. I've been to a wedding where I saw their first kiss and they were talk about jerking off in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> they dated for two years and never never kissed. Mm. But then if I was in that situation and I was supposed to kiss in front of everybody, I would just make it like a nice peck and then just go to the back. But I would be so horny. <laughs> like if I had never kissed someone and then I got to kiss. Oh my God. I just talk about wet dreams. It's just my pants <laughs> on the altar. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we gather here to watch you jizz your pants. <laughs> um, so, and then lastly, we get the man in the box, which <sighs> this didn't talk about jokes that did not pay off this one did not pay off in any way shape or form yeah it didn't really even make sense like when the reveal happened later about why he didn't have a reason to be in the box so the one thing i will say is that it did pay off in that she had to open the box and she had to spend time with him everybody else had to wait to be called on okay you're right that that is a good point um and he did stay for another round but he like <laughs> he was another greasy jersey looking motherfucker that guy oh my god talk about jersey i mean he that hair was slick you could slip and slide down the back of his head <laughs> you also i'd be i would be pitting out inside of a box all night long was he really in the box yeah that's the other thing i was like did they have give him refreshments is there a fan what's happening in the box because he well, was not just in the box he was in like a four-piece suit in the box right now did you hear um, there was someone, and I don't know who it was. There was another guy that quoted Zodiac, which made me not Zodiac. Um, quoted Seven. Have you seen Seven? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's there was a the guy box? that was. There was a guy that was like, "What's in the box?" I and know that, that did make me laugh. That would have been funnier. Like that joke would have paid off. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But like, there was no joke. He was like, "Hey, it's me, James." <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, no, there's no joke here. You just like were trapped in a box the whole time. So, yeah. um. So we get, so what happens after all the guys go and we get the, like the toast, like, and then they just all, all chat. So everyone gets their one-on-ones and what one-on-one was, was there any like meetings or one-on-ones that really like stuck out to you as, as good, bad, wild, all those things. Yeah. Was, um, Jeff, the surgical skin salesman from Jersey city in his RV. It felt like a signs of the lambs. Like, can you push the sofa into my truck? <laughs> He had like grocery store crudite. It was a very confusing. And then he was eating celery, which I understand. Like that's very off-putting. Don't eat celery in my face in this close quarter, man. It's just weird. And like, there's no, 
I think he gets by because there's no way he has a dick shorter than nine inches long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm looking at his face on, and he's not, again, in New Jersey, that is like very, I'm not saying I'm into him, but I'm saying in New Jersey that gets traction. Oh, I, I don't think he's unattractive. What, yeah. Here's the thing that's crazy. My ratings were so off. What I said about, I, I said he'd be in the top four. Oh, the skin salesman. <laughs> yeah, there was someone else I said top four that I was so wrong about. Oh, Austin. I don't even remember. There's nothing to really remember about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jeff was not great. The, the, the taking to the RV was really not a good choice, but I'm honestly happy he did it because can you imagine if he'd gone pretty far and then she found out that he like lived like like a pig in an RV all his life? I mean, he, she could find out. Not that there's nothing wrong growing up in a trailer or an RV. All I'm saying is he brought it on us and was like, this is as clean as, he said, this is as clean as it's going to get. Well, also you're not living in an RV in Jersey City because there's nowhere to park an RV in Jersey City. It's not a Jersey, oh God, Jersey City is point. not. A- I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's. It, it was just he's another bad shtick. Yeah. These guys are coming in with bad shticks. Okay, the day I did die for once again, Trey, Trey curling up in the ball pit with the with so the gin cute. and tonic and the champagne for her. I so thought it was cute. so cute. Yeah, that was like a real life hang. Whereas like, everybody else was just like, okay, can we talk about Carl? Oh God, the motivational speaker. He was psychotic. He's going to kill someone. Oh, well, yeah. Adderall on the room service. He, he, <laughs> he, blink once. he was all teeth and eyes. That guy. Wow. Um, another guy who was all eyes was the painter, Justin. Okay. So Justin, I wasn't with him. And then he did though, I think throw down a, a solid kiss. I thought he looked good in, in the kissing department, but the painting was weird. Do you, I can't quite put my finger on why I don't trust a painter. Mm. You know what? Artists can be a little bit sketchy. Um, just because but they feel- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize I did that. <laughs> you did it? You literally like set it up. You're like, you're like, let's restart the zooms. You're laughing at my joke. Obvious. <laughs> I just said it. Um, I'm just such a natural. No, um, you know what it is? I feel like when I whenever like in college and stuff. <laughs> If I ever met a guy who is an artist or like started talking to a guy who is an artist, it was always like, you're not quite sure what his boundaries are going to be because I feel like, like, it's like, you know, fucking Luann's daughter. It's like, that's the Kurt, the naked model is like the people that they're like hanging out with, I feel like. So I feel like I don't quite trust like their vibes, you know? Oh my God. We're not talking about housewives, but the naked model in this week's episode of New York city, where he was sitting in the background of that conversation. He was like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? When he was like nodding. So he was doing was so much work back yeah. there. Um, yeah. There's just thing about an artist that I don't trust. And I feel that I'm going to get some heat for that comment, but I'm going to stick with it. It's mm-hmm. not that I don't appreciate art. It's just like, I don't know if I want to date an artiste. Yeah. I feel like they should kind of, they should kind of like run in their own circle. Like they should date our other artists, which I think happens. Yeah, exactly. You feel like? Yeah, I do. I, I have a story. I have a story to tell real quick about an oh, artist. Go, go ahead. <clears throat> this didn't happen to me, but it happened to one of my best friends is that there's this guy that we knew that like, he was this like super cool artsy guy. He's still a super cool artsy guy. And he invited my friend up to his studio to like hang out, have a glass of wine, whatever, no big deal. So she was like, clearly they had hooked up in the past. So she went up there and they were hanging out, they were drinking. And then he was like, she was like, somebody was at the door and he was like, oh, that's my girlfriend. And she was like, I didn't know you had one. This is so artist. So yeah. So he brought, brings her in and she's like, and then we're all drinking. And then she was like, I was trying to leave and get an Uber and go home and he was like, no, look, like, let's just hang out. Let's just hang out. And they were in like a studio in a loft. So she's like, we go up to the loft because I wanted to go to sleep. She lays down on his couch because it's a studio. And he and the girlfriend are on the bed and they start fucking. And she's like, I'm, I'm right there. And I'm just trying to sleep. And they're just fucking on the bed. And she's like, I've got my eyes closed. I'm trying to sleep as hard as I can. She's like, then they finish. Finally, he gets up and goes to the bathroom 
and she feels somebody instant in front of her and she opens her eyes and it's the girl's like bush in her face. And she's like, do you want to do this with us? And she was like, I'm good. I'm just literally waiting to like a reasonable time that I can leave. I'd really like to leave. And then they, she was finally allowed to like call an Uber and leave. But basically they were trying to rope her into a threesome. <laughs> I can't believe it. they didn't help her just get a car. No, but they wanted her to stay. I think it was all part of it. I know, but like, it's clear she wasn't into it. She was trying to call. Oh, I think it's like, I feel like that is assault. Like, yeah, this, I, yeah, I, feel, I agree. Yeah, I feel like that's assault. <laughs> you know, they didn't have to touch her, but I feel assaulted. So anyway, artist. Let her, uh, yeah, sending my love to her. <laughs> <laughs> Send my love to all now, the artists. Okay, so we get this drama between Aaron and white man that I can't remember name. Cody. Now, all we catch, it's like the cameras didn't know there was drama because they only caught the end of it, which I saw, <laughs> I rewatched it. I rewatched the scene because I'm, I'm not understanding what they're fighting about because the first line we get is, is from Aaron. He goes, it's not my fault that I don't like you. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Do they know each other? Do you think they know each other pre this? Cody had no idea what was happening. None. And then Aaron walked in and he was like, what? It's just supposed to be a fun night. Okay, Aaron is another. They're all going to kill someone. I keep saying this, but they're all just zero killers. And our, our beloved Trey was sitting there. He's like, I'm not getting involved in that with his white glass of Savion Blanc. <laughs> Trey should be the next Bachelor. I'm here for it. Um, I'll watch it. But then we have our ceremony and, and we send a lot of gentlemen home. I, I have to say, we I was very wrong. Once again, I Austin 25, real estate investor from Mission Viejo. I listed him as a, as a top four contender. He went home. Um, I also thought that David uh, was going to get the first impression rose. Uh, he got zero screen time. Um, Gabriel is one of the men that went home. He had the turtleneck. He looked like a model. He was <laughs> on uh, a listener of the pod DM to me. He was on making a supermodel on Bravo. Oh, did you watch oh, that show with Tyson Beckford? Yes. He's yeah, I watched it too. Um, and then once again, Jeff, I thought would go far and, uh, he went home as well because his RV was probably a little bit musty. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, he's a surgical skin salesman. I know. I'm almost mad that they got rid of him just so we could just understand that job more. Because yeah. th- the science of the lambs is crossing over in more ways than <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> the skin sales and the trucker are all <laughs> giving off big Buffalo Bill vibes. Um, but yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, I always love the beginning of our Bachelor seasons. Uh, I do want to ask you, uh, Nora, who are you betting on? Like maybe like a two two or three men that you think um, are going to go pretty far. Uh, I'm going to give you four. Okay, great. Love I'm going to give you Virgin Mike. You think he's going to go far? I think they're going to, just because it's tension. The they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, he's dying. And we just love catching him on the corner, like dealing with his boner. And we yeah. just love that, you know, footage. Um, there was a Michael um, who was like, Kind of a goofy looking son of a bitch from Ohio. Oh, yes. I'm looking up right now. Michael, Michael, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cute though. Yeah. Greg, I feel like is going to go far. And here's the reason why is because in the beginning when they showed his family, he had a different haircut and it looked like it was a fresh cut. And I was like, so clearly they followed Greg. Oh, you think they filmed it after? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, um, Greg, I think also, who's another one? Um, there was a weird amount of, excuse me. There was a weird amount of attention given to Hunter who we saw like nothing of until the very end. And then he was like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm going to, am I going to get a rose? Am I going to get a rose? And I was like, bro, we don't even know who the fuck you are. You look like Stephanie Holman's husband in his youth. Like, I don't know who you are. No, much more attractive than that creature. That creature is like 60. He can be that old. You think? He is. He's like much older. Yeah. Stephanie is 40. Oh, and he's 20 years older than her? He's not 20. He's like, he's more than 10 years older than her. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah, I, I agree with, I don't agree with your Hunter thing. What I will say is I think Connor the cat's going to go pretty far. <laughs> I think she really likes him and he is, he is infatuated with her. Okay. So he wanted to die when, um, Greg with the haircut got that, um, got that rose. He was pissed. I would be too. I'd be too. Like he, I, they like had a full on makeout session for a, for a while where he, he was literally, wait, I don't know why we didn't talk about this. He, yeah. The one-on-one with Connor, we have to talk about it for a second. They yeah. were making out and he got all of his cat makeup all over her nose and then kept grabbing her face with his paws, like his, <laughs> pa- like his costume paws. Like why didn't he take the paw <laughs> off and just grab her face with his hands? Okay, here's the other thing that I was like, wow, that's a bold choice for, for Katie because she kissed him first and then he took off his thing. I was like, what if that man could have looked so different if he... It like after you make out with him, then he takes off his hoodie and he could be a whole other person depending on what his hair is like. Hair, ears, neck. Like, what if he had a big fat neck? No hair. Okay, oh my God, what if you like big, big Ed? Neck people. <laughs> <laughs> we have to stop talking about big Ed though because big <laughs> Ed is very problematic as, I mean, we knew from that that meme I made, but I, I think I need, I'm trying to delete it off my, my account. Wait, why? Something else happened? He just like, he did some really fucked up shit with his, like that girl. Cause they ended up being in a relationship and like, no. he's just a womanizer and like a, not a very good person. Oh, he's not. <laughs> I mean, right. We knew that, but like, it's, it's not, so bad. It's not, I don't think it's that funny. Oh, damn it. Yeah. But anyway, what if he like, what if, you know, he could be a whole other person. Yeah, I, that, that, that's a good point. And I was hoping for that. I was like, ooh, come on, like, let her be like startled by what he actually looks like. And then she just went in more for that weird cat makeup. Yeah, I she, loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Now, <laughs> are you going to be watching next week? I am. Um, great. Well, we'll touch base maybe later at the end of the season and see if we still have you <laughs> watching this franchise. I'd love to um, hear uh, all your hot takes. Uh, but before we let you go, North, first of all, thank you for being here and for being yeah. my, for being my kicks today. Yeah. Um, uh, I want you to plug all of your stuff. I've got one stuff and I'm going to plug it. It's the reality is podcast and you can find us everywhere at the reality is pod. We are covering housewives and, um, shots of sunset and married to medicine and now family karma. And we have episodes on Wednesdays, Weirdly, Fridays and Saturdays, but our Friday episode is our Family Karma episode because we really you do three now. Girl, I can't. What? I don't know why. Why are you doing that? What's because that? I feel like Family Karma needs its own, so that's why I we're doing. That. I get. I, I do get that. I, I still don't watch Family Karma, and I need to. It's not because of any reason. I just like I. I didn't watch season one, and then I feel behind, and I want to binge it. And it's like six episodes in season one, so you're good. Oh, really? I made that up. I don't know how many episodes there are. It can't be long. It can't be more than 10. No, it's not. No, I know. I've been, but but also Shaw's is a blind spot for me. I've been watching Shaw's from the beginning. I've never seen it. Isn't it so fun? It it is fun. They know what they're doing there. It's psychotic. It's, it was, it also came out around the time that Jersey Shore was like hot still. So I feel like it was a lot of like LA Jersey Shore Persian energy. So I loved it. Yeah. I'm in season three right now. Um, Do we still have Asa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been an Asa stand from afar. Mm. Yeah. Will I not feel that way later? No, she stays on, I think, till five or season five or six. Yeah, she's great. Have you met Asifa yet? Who's that? Okay, so I think it's season four or five. Asifa, this girl Asifa comes in, Asifa Mirza. And oh, I thought she that says was like she... Asa's alter ego or something. <laughs> no, no, she's not. She says she's half Indian and half Persian. Oh, okay. And I unfortunately know people who are related to her and she's not Persian. <laughs> oh, interesting. You know, no. To lie about that on television. It was just weird. It was like, well, it's a thing. A lot of South Asians, like Pakistanis and Indians love to say that they're like part Persian because it makes them feel special. And it's like, you're not, Got it. you're just, you're just what you are. It's fine. Accept it. I'm really white. <laughs> <laughs> nothing Uh, else besides white unfortunately trying to you know (laughs) recover from that (laughs) 
um, no, but do listen to the reality is uh, uh, we, we love both of you ladies and you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet, follow kicks at kicks Hamlet. Uh, that's C I X on Instagram. Um, and then follow the podcast at dumpster dive pod and um, everyone have a great night. Thanks for being here. Say bye. 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 Oh,